0: Welcome to Radio Browser. I'm Robert Cottrell, editor of The Browser, bringing you up to date with some recent writing worth reading. First, the Monty Hall problem. If you've never previously taken an interest in the Monty Hall problem, stop listening to this podcast right now, because the Monty Hall problem will haunt your dreams for the rest of your life. It involves two goats, one car, three closed doors, and some wildly counterintuitive maths. When an expert explains how the probabilities break so that you get the car instead of a goat, you will have an aha moment that lasts about five seconds before your brain goes mushy again. Jacob Falkovich at Put a Number on it has some new and possibly useful advice, which is team up with a pigeon. When pigeons are encouraged to play a pigeon-sized version of the Monty Hall problem many times over, they quickly learn how to win the car or its pigeon equivalent. Human beings try to do the math and get it wrong. Pigeons look at the results and see the pattern. You can call it Bayesian updating. You can call it pattern recognition. But much of life is pattern recognition. If you want to get ahead, get a pigeon. And let me add as a footnote that almost every interesting piece of research about animals that I have ever seen shows that they are much cleverer than humans have previously assumed. We should be asking them for advice instead of eating them. Next, The Tower by Andrew O'Hagan in the London Review of Books. This account of the Grenfell Tower disaster in London a year ago and its aftermath is 60,000 words long. It's a book, basically. I assume it will be out as a book book in due course, but only after a publisher has sat on it for a year or so. If you call something a magazine article, you can have it in the shops next week. If you call it a book, the process takes a year and the thing costs twice as much. So hurrah for print magazines. It seems tragic that their industry should be doing so badly when they are doing their jobs so well. Finally, a nice piece from Amanda Mull in the outline on the semantics of hair. It's often claimed that you can tell the socio-economic status of a man by his shoes. A man can look smart in cheap new clothes, but nothing matches the patina of expensive old leather. Amanda Mull argues something similar holds for women's hair. Rich women's hair looks different because they go to the salon six times a month at $800 a pop. If you try and fake that with a cheap hairdresser, you just get split ends. We finish, as always, with today's online-only joke. A sandwich walks into a bar. The barman says, sorry, we don't serve food. So that's a glimpse of the browser on Friday, June the 8th. If you'd like more and links to the articles, please subscribe to the browser online at thebrowser.com. And if you're already a subscriber to the browser, thank you.